This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. It's Bacon Sale with our very special guest, Kent Jolenzak. Yay! some Muppets on Bacon Sale tonight. Why do you always come here? I guess we'll never know. We hope it isn't torture to listen to our show. It's time to get things started. It's so sensational, educational, confrontational, Muppetational. This is what we call Bacon Sale. <laughs> wow. Wow. Hello, listener. Hey, neighborhood. How's that it going? Very, very energetic intro. Welcome to Bacon Sale. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. We'd like to thank you for listening to our last show. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We're going to be giggly this whole show. It's I mean, true. Is there any point of going on at this point? Yeah. That's no. just. I think the show's over. Yeah. We're done. Bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to our last show, our romantic comedies. We oh, hope you had a lovely, so lovely oh, Valentine's yes. Day and, and a romantic comedy episode that we, that we gave you last week. Yeah. Help inspired you to do something for your significant other. There was Indeed. actually some, some inspiration that I found in the uh, in the social media comments on Facebook. Steve Hansen said, I was most gratified to catch my wife listening to this episode. Can you believe it, guys? Wait, oh, she's, right. never, oh, she's never listened? The Rantic Company episode. He listens yes. a lot. I had to find out what she was laughing at. She said, it's a refreshing break from true crime podcasts. <laughs> I've been working on this for seven seasons. To get her to listen for the first time. Yeah. And I have it on good authority because I do monitor the social media pages. She liked our page. <gasps> Thanks, Aww. Carrie. Appreciate hey, we're going to do a rom-com show every month. Yeah, if we get scared to listen more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Now, Alicia Bass on Twitter says, I'm not going to lie. I'm having some trust issues with you guys right now. Bacon <laughs> sale. You don't like Jack Black and Kate Winslet in the holiday? That was Joel. To me, their you romance agreed. is more genuine than Cameron Diaz and Jude Law. <gasps> which, that's not a great example. <laughs> but <laughs> Low bar. I see, Low I bar. see where you're going with that. Yeah. And then I, I need to bring up something that we, uh, we did participate in on Twitter. Sam Ma said, at Kenny3DD, you have a butt cut. <laughs> Your long hair is powerful, but remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Because in the image for the episode, Kent was sporting the Hugh Grant kind of golden yeah, arches yeah. thing going on And there. it started something pretty crazy. <laughs> thank you, Sam, and thank you, Scott, for joining in. And thank you to my fellow Bick and Sellians. Yes. Yes. Uh, I had to participate. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was... So we all you had to participate. Our, our my, I said, hurry and get on there. My uh, hair dried even weirder than the photo, and then the next morning was very strange bedhead. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, by the way, yeah. happy birthday, Mike Erickson. Hey, happy, happy birthday, Mike. From all birthday. of us here at Bacon Cell and from Lindsay, we wish you a very happy birthday. Yeah, indeed. Aww. Yeah. Have fun. But that's not what we're talking about today. What are we talking about today, Zach? We're talking about the Muppets! Yay! <laughs> we all did Muppet arms. <laughs> which, is, oh. which is, you have to envision that the stick is in your wrist, and yeah. so your hands just go limp. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, we were doing this uh, for a number of reasons. I've actually had on the wish list of shows a long Forever. time. Forever. A Muppet show. Yeah. yeah. I do enjoy the Muppets very thoroughly, but... As of February 19th, all five seasons of The Muppet Show are coming to Disney+. Plus. And all so right. this, this was a perfect time to talk about 
the Muppets. I'm so excited for that too because I've I, I've watched YouTube clips and everything, but it's going to be nice to just see the show on uh, streaming. It's funny because in our planning, when we talked about the show, hey, the Muppets are coming up. We should we should do that. Oh, we should watch every Muppet movie. <laughs> Which oh uh, no, no, and no, it was about a month and a half ago, maybe a month oh, ago. No, I said oh no, and I was like oh yeah. <laughs> You're like I've already oh, watched them yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> And so what we do in this show is we're going to give some history on the Muppets, but we watched every single Muppets movie we and we're going to rank them. Now, we should clarify when we say every single Muppets movie, we are only including the we eight, went above and beyond the okay? eight theatrically, eight <laughs> only. theatrically released movies, which includes the Muppet movie, Great Muppet Caper, Muppets Take Manhattan, Mupp- the Muppet Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppets from Space, the Muppets and Muppets Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Those are the theatrical releases. Those are the eight theatrical ones. We yeah. also included the two made for TV films. It's a very Muppet Christmas movie and the Muppets Wizard of Oz. Why? We'll get to that. That's a great question. We did this no, list but why? not but this list does not include other television specials that weren't like films and it doesn't include the direct to video ones. Right. We Kermit went Swamp kind of, or like, whatnot. We, we kind of limited to these ten movies. Mm-hmm. Which ten movies for Bacon Cell? Come on, that's child's yeah. It's twice as many as Twilight, Joel. It's true, but we're, it's one fifth as many as the Hitchcock movies we watched. <laughs> we're going true. to rank here, and much like we did in the Nolan show, when I kind of took over and I said, My ranking is a definitive ranking, and that's it. What we're going to do is we're going to let Joel guide us through the top 10 Muppet movies. And Zach and I will then kind of be like, well, I put it here or I put it here. Yes, because as it should be obvious by now, I'm the biggest Muppet fan in this room right now. Yeah. I've loved the Muppets for a long time, ever since I was a kid, and I had like plus. I think we all love the Muppets since we were a kid, and then at some point it maybe stopped. It never stopped for for you, because that's the thing is I really enjoyed watching these movies again. And gentlemen, I want to thank you. For? for giving me the best thing. No. Um, <laughs> thank you for being a friend. I want to thank you because I did this challenge of watching all these Muppet movies with my children. I could have challenge. Gone, I could have gone super fast and like, you know, watched them all in like a couple days. Yeah, you know, because yep. that's I could have. And I've seen most of them already. Mm-hmm. There's only a couple that I hadn't seen. But I was like, you know what? I want to do this with my kids because I want to see how my kids react to the Muppets if they still hold up. Yeah. Yeah. And because I want to thank you, because of this challenge. My little two-year-old, all the all my kids, but like my little two-year-old has started talking about how she loves Kermit and Fozzie. Yay! And Miss Piggy. That's so, so the great. propaganda has already begun. Yes. Yeah. Because my wife, who didn't watch the Muppets as a kid, is not a big Muppet fan. In fact, she finds Miss Piggy absolutely annoying. She is. You know, most do because she's the worst, but go on. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> she's the worst. So I've, I've been kind of like, you know, I want to instill this love for Muppets because it is. The Muppets are just this joyous, pure joy fun act. That well, you, you see that enjoy. they were out and they were big before you were ever born. Oh, totally. Yeah. Right. And, but you kind of adopted into it a little bit. Wait, you guys weren't born then? Oh, you stopped that right now. <laughs> yeah. How many of these Muppet movies were made after you were born, Zach? Um, I think Muppets Most Wanted was made after he was born. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, yeah, much. Yeah. Uh, let's bring it back. So uh, absolutely. I, well, actually, I want to hear your guys' Muppet feelings as I am, yeah. you know, absolutely so in love with Muppets. Huge super fan. Love it. Love the Muppets. Yeah. How about yeah. you, Kent? I was raised with them as well. Yeah. And I have always loved the You're Rainbow Kent. Muppets. Yes. <laughs> kind of strange. Hey, Kent, enjoy dark versions of Batman. Yay! <laughs> and it's always Sam the Eagle, and he was always a little bit rude. Yeah. You know, yeah. but you're all weirdos. <laughs> I, I love the Muppets, and yeah. I remember in elementary just watching the Muppets all the time for some reason because, you know, they would show movies a lot in class. Mm-hmm. I absolutely devoured it. Public schools, am I right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, hey, that's a good education right there. They are. Well, obviously, Sesame Street, I was a big fan of, and so I grew up loving to watch Muppets and Puppets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. I think I kind of grew out of it as I got more cynical. And 
there are some of these that truly still ring nostalgic for me. Sure. And I can see where some they are actually more funny than when I was a kid because it's more dad jokes than anything else. Yeah. Well, but some of them are more lame than they've ever been <laughs> before. And as a kid, I could tolerate it because it's an electronic babysitter. Yeah. And so that's kind of how I feel. I'm kind of split at this point. Really? Yeah. Although I will say, after watching as many Sundance movies as I did, the Muppets are such a, like a nice blanket. <laughs> so after like that yeah. dark Sundance I was like, experience, oh, hey, like, Muppets. Oh, yeah. Some rainbow sherbet to help yeah. you feel better. Precisely. Yeah. What about you, Zach? Um, I have always been a Muppets fan. I mm-hmm. really like them. But I, and you're very late into the game. Like you yeah. are, I hate to say this, but you were probably born after Jim Henson died. I was Jim born Henson after died. Jim Henson passed, or, or right about that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, you were the reincarnated spirit of Jim Henson. He passed in 1990. I mean, he grew great facial hair. So yeah, um, that's the thing. <laughs> but yeah. So I, I definitely came into the, you know, we'll say like the Brian Henson days where his son kind of took over and mm-hmm. definitely have a huge fondness for Muppet Christmas Carol. I mean, that's always been in my rotation for, for, um, for Halloween. No, for Christmas. <laughs> it's actually a Halloween movie. <laughs> it might as well be. It's a ghost um, story. Yeah. And so uh, I have a more modern take on the Muppets. Uh, I even watched the rebooted series, the Muppets, Muppets Tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Uh, I remember watching that in it, you know, when it came out in the 90s. Um, and I, I really liked that and connected with that. And so then when I saw like clips or episodes of the old Muppet show, I was like, oh, it's like Muppets Tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Funny how that works like yeah, that. Yeah, right? So I definitely had a more modern take. Um, and But I'd, I'd seen the movie they had been on my folks had watched them so i had definitely seen them or seen parts of them and so as i was re-watching them i i would have that thing where you know i remember it as it's happening mm-hmm. and so it's made it so i was like okay this is somewhere in my subconscious but definitely not in the forefront and it was, say, it was nice would you say i was gonna say out of the 10 movies you watch how many have you seen before i had seen in all honesty like enough to tell you what's going on i had probably only seen three or four really yeah Interesting. Um, de- de- like the um, the nineties ones, right? So Muppet Treasure Carol, uh, Muppet Treasure, Treasure Carol. Carol. Wow, mm. is yeah. that the reboot of the Muppet reboot? Christmas Carol, Muppet Treasure it. Island, and yeah. then uh, the Jason Siegel one? I had seen, mm-hmm. and then I'd seen bits and pieces of the other ones. I'm like, okay, so I think this one is where there's a road trip and they need to save a theater. <laughs> that's every single oh, that's one every of them. Single one. Okay, <laughs> so they they blur together. Oh, like the Mission Impossible movies where he gets disavowed. Precisely. Yeah, yeah, yeah or exactly. the Bourne series, or, yeah, or the all. the Bond series where he's gone rogue. Yeah, yeah. Kent, were you? Would you say that? How many have you seen? Seven. Seven. Seven of the ten we'll talk about. And two, specifically, I would have never planned to watch. Okay. But one, I didn't watch. And I think there's a good reason for it now. We may be in the same boat then, because I would say I watch, I've seen seven before. Okay. And there's only three that were new to me. But it's interesting, because you and I, we grew up in a time where Muppets were still uh, slapstick. There's a lot of satire to it. Whereas Zach grew up, and they were adaptations. Like, you grew up in the Treasure Island yeah. Christmas Carol days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we grew up in, like, the traditional Muppets meta-commentary well, days. Well, Kent, you were born when Muppets, the Muppet show ended. Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's interesting to me just kind of how like you and I were both like post Muppet show. Yeah. And then we still like I still have seen episodes of the Muppet show and all that. But mm-hmm. we could say that for a Muppet show show, guys. But <laughs> but right now we're talking about Muppet movies. We should do a yeah, Muppet exactly. show bacon bit when we watch the whole series, you and I. But oh. I want to bring it back. Bring yeah, it, bring back. it, bring it back. back. Way back to, to the 1955. 50s? Yeah, boy. Jim Henson was 19 years old. Wow. If I did my math correctly. And he created the Muppets, which are I'll, I'll, if you don't know what the Muppets are. I'm going to read the, the definition here. The Muppets are an ensemble cast of puppet characters known for absurdist, burlesque, and self-referential style of variety sketch comedy. Wow. Yeah. So uh, Jim Henson, he came up with this idea when he was around 19, and he 
he says that he coined the term Muppet from marionette and puppet, mm-hmm. although he later recanted that. Yeah, he later was like, nah, it's just it was a weird word. Just a silly word. Yeah. But it started on a short form television series called Sam and Friends, which aired from 1955 to 19. It's like a local channel, right? Yeah. yeah. In Washington, Washington D.C. Right. Yeah. And so it's basically uh, Sam, a bald headed, bigger human. Then he had he escaped reality with these puppety friends. It was today's special, right? Kind of. <laughs> except no mannequins. And uh, Sam was interesting because his face was and his head was actually wood. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, we know the, the Muppets of being this like felt, felt fabric thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but his head was actually wood, which is kind of weird. Yeah. And his friends included uh, characters such as Yorick, Her- Harry the Hipster, Professor Madcliffe, Chicken Liver, and a lizard-like character named Kermit, who later evolved into Kermit the Frog. There we mm-hmm. go. And he created, he, I, I, read, I saw this interview you sent me, Zach, that yeah. he created the original Kermit from a jacket yeah. his mom had. He had like a, her, his mom had a turquoise jacket and they basically, he took the sleeve of a jacket and some of the material and then uh, cut a ping pong ball in half and made uh, the rudimentary yeah. Kermit the Frog. And if you go watch back, if you watch these clips of Sam and Friends, they're like these old black and white clips and it's really, it's the puppets lip syncing to popular songs of the time. Yeah. That oh. was I was almost the entire. We would totally despise it. But that's totally like YouTube content of yeah. today, though. That's, that's all TikTok is. Yeah. Is lip syncing to, to other popular songs. Yeah. And so they would do that. And then they did some later on. They did some formal sketches where they like spoof popular television shows. But it was very just basic. Yeah. But it was a largely parody comedy in mm-hmm. a sort of vaudevillian way. Yeah. 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 And this was actually uh, it mentions here. This is the first puppet media to not incorporate like a stage and like a proscenium arch like where they're encapsulated mm-hmm. and it used the TV as the Persimony Arch. Like this, this is like the first time the puppets were like, they're on TV and that's the box you're okay. working through. Yeah. And I think it's a great idea that I'm like, I'm glad they, they did that because it makes so much sense. So then near the end of the run of this, he started doing Sesame Street. Right. Which was 1969 uh, to present. It's still going on. And this was definitely more children. But nobody's watching it because it's on HBO now. So Yeah. <laughs> We watch, we watch clips, you know, on HBO. Yeah, it's funny because Jim Henson, he's not, I'm, I wouldn't say he likes adult humor, but he can take it dark when he wants to, right? Right. And he has a very broad range of comedy. He does. And so I know Sesame Street was great for him, but I think he also wanted something a little more clever. Yeah. Well, right? so, I mean, they had the Muppets, uh, Rolf the Dog was appearing regularly on the Jimmy Dean show, I think it was, or something like mm-hmm. that. And they had Kermit appearing on some talk shows, mm-hmm. like in between this time. And you know, but, and Kermit was on Sesame Street. Yeah, Kermit was like the adult, one of the one of the adult characters, but he was a Muppet. Yeah, but he was you know be interacting with you know the characters on Sesame Street. And so then they started being like, okay, well, we have this Sesame Street for kids. Why not do a little more a comedy geared towards more towards adults? Mm-hmm. And that was the Muppet Show, which ran from 1976 to 1981. So to Kent's point, it was almost like the Muppet Show was counter-programming to Sesame Street. And especially when Kermit the Frog was on it, it was like Kermit was it's good like a spin-off and sweet show, during the right? day. Yeah. And then he kind of got out his adult humor at night. <laughs> well, <laughs> Super so, adult humor. And yeah. here's, here's the part that struck me as kind of funny because they were distinguishing themselves from Sesame Street as, hey, we're something different. I mean, still clean, still positive, but the two <laughs> television pilots, <laughs> the two television pilots they had in 1974 and 1975. So this is just before the Muppets show began in 1976. They had two television pilots called one was called the Muppets Valentine Show, mm-hmm. and the other one was called the Muppet Show: colon, Sex and Violence. Sex and Violence, please. Yes, yes. But the, the, and it's not a salacious because the, they were trying to like mock the fact that in that time Sex would sell on TV, yes. and so yeah, that was the joke. And it wasn't it wasn't salacious at all. In no, fact, the whole the, the half hour variety special is about the Muppets talking about the proliferation of sex and violence right. on TV at the time. I found it really interesting that it wasn't really picked up in America, mm-hmm. that it actually like 
over in England, they were like, actually, we like this concept of a show. Here's a bunch of stars that can be on your show. And it wasn't brought to the States until they put it into syndication. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, they they tried to get on ABC, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if it was owned by Disney then, but... They uh, tried to get there and they're like, no. And like you said, then this uh, producer, English producer is like, we want that. And they started doing it over there and then it caught on and got brought over here. And that's just so interesting to think that the show was filmed overseas and not in L.A. or New York or. Yeah. Like it was made in England. Which is, you know, make, explains the great Muppet caper so well. <laughs> there we go. Uh, but yeah, and then the Muppet show gave us characters like Miss Piggy and Fuzzy Bear and Gonzo. They became more regulars when the Muppet show began. Mm-hmm. And the Muppet show, like I said, it was very popular. It was nominated for 21 Primetime Emmy Awards during its run and won four, including Outstanding Variety Series in 1978. Because of the success of the Muppet show, they were able to do the Muppet movies, starting with the Muppet movie in 1979. And so they did a couple of movies there in the early 80s, and then Muppets kind of wave, went away for a little bit. They did mm-hmm. Fraggle Rock, uh, which... Down you know with Fraggle is? Rock. Yeah, you know what da, that is. Da, da. Okay. That came in the late later 80s and things like that. But the funny thing is, is like in 1989, way back in 1989, they had entered negotiations with Disney about Disney acquiring the Muppets. Mm-hmm. And they started working towards it. And there was some back and forth of like Disney saying, we want to own the rights to the characters. And Jim Henson's like, that's a deal breaker. You can't right. own the rights to the characters. You can have the distribution rights of the, of the content. Disney was willing to purchase the Muppets for $150 million. But sadly, that was actually the year before Jim Henson died. He passed away in 1990. And that kind of halted discussions of merger, of any sort of acquisition for a while. But Disney did license characters from the Muppets. They appeared in some Disney uh, theme parks and yeah. specials and things like oh. that. And then, then the Muppets did Muppets Tonight, which you mentioned, from 1996 to 1998. Wasn't as successful, but still no. brought it to the forefront. And then after all this time had passed, 14 years after the initial negotiations, Disney finally acquired the Muppets intellectual property for $75 million In what year? On two th- in 2004. Wow. So that's when Disney... So it got devalued a little bit, but they're like, we can do something Almost with this. Almost by half. It's yeah. kind of crazy. And they didn't buy all of Henson's productions. Mm-hmm. Like, they only got the Muppets. They didn't get Sesame Street. They didn't Dark get Fraggle Crystal. Rock. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Muppets have had a huge impact on many people. They've got a Hollywood Walk of Fame. They've, mm-hmm. they've won Academy Awards. Like, it really is... Immediately this, recognizable. Yeah. Very and, identifiable characters. But the thing I find most fascinating, I wanted to bring this up because we kind of talked about it already, is how they feel real. Yes. Like, you feel like Kermit the Frog is a character. Like, they were doing... Zach sent a clip of uh, Kermit the Frog on, on Johnny, Car- Johnny Carson. Yeah. And he's not a ventriloquist. He's just talking behind Kermit. Like yeah. he's, he's giving interviews. Jim Henson, yeah. Jim Henson, yes. Jim, Jim Henson's there sitting, holding Kermit. And, but Johnny Carson is talking to Kermit. And I found my own eyes drawn towards Kermit. I wasn't even paying attention to it. Well, to it's Jim not only Henson. that. He can talk. I mean, I guess that's what a puppeteer, a ventriloquist does, if we're going to be very professional here. Yes. Which Jim Henson wanted to be called a Muppet performer, mm-hmm. not a Muppeteer or puppeteer or anything like that. But it is the characters interacting with Jim Henson as he's speaking as yeah. well. And yeah. it's so fascinating because they feel real. Kermit is basically... a Kermit even appeared in front of Congress before. Yeah. Which well, is yeah. weird to think about. And there's yeah. multiple things that they do to sort of support that outside of just the movies. But even within the movies, you know, they're very meta. But outside of them, you know, if they're doing a release of a new movie, mm-hmm. they'll do a press tour like they're an actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll go on and host, like the Muppets have hosted Saturday Night Live. Yeah. The Muppets sang with the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's weird, though, because it's not weird. It's actually good because they maintain their brand by maintaining certain rules and regulations. Like, mm-hmm. I know there's, uh, we'll talk about this later, but there's a movie in which they wanted to make a joke about them being puppets. And they were like, nope, we don't do that on the Muppets. We have to treat yeah. them as if they're real people, like real characters. Hmm. Yeah. But it's just fun. It's fun to see. And they really are. 
I say this knowing how corny it sounds, guys. Uh, this is a love letter from you. It's fine. But I've always kind of envisioned Bacon Sale as a Muppet-style show. Go on. Where we are we are catering to adults. We are talking about adult-type things. Yeah. But we keep it so the family can enjoy it, so kids can enjoy it as well. Sure. And we did call our first episode Bacon Sale, SEX, and Violence. So. We did. That was yeah, 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 yeah. Un- yeah. unaired. But <laughs> yeah, yes. unaired. Yeah. But the thing I love is, like, you look at this crew. Like, obviously, we've talked about Jim Henson, but the original crew, and even the crew that does it now is still so worthy of praise. Yes. But these people, and generally, it was like, what, five guys to start this yes. off? And so, each one had about 10 characters each. I'll, I'll go off real quick. So Jim Henson, obviously Kermit the Frog, but he mm-hmm. also plays Ralph the Dog, Dr. Teeth, Waldorf, and the Swedish Chef. Perfect. You get Frank Oz, who, when Jim Henson first approached Frank Oz to join the team of the Muppets, Frank Oz was like, ah, sorry, I'm really committed to my high school here. Because <laughs> they was that young when they started out. Jeez. But he, um, Frank Oz does Miss Piggy, Fozzie Bear, Animal, Sam the Eagle, uh, and also he does Yoda, which yep. isn't a Muppet, but it's just funny to see Miss Piggy and Yoda are the same person. That makes me laugh. He's a Muppet with Jedi powers. It's fine. You get J- Jerry Nelson, who did Floyd Pepper, Crazy Harry, Robin the Frog, Lou Zealand, and Camilla the Chicken. Mm-hmm. You get Richard Hunt, who did Scooter, Statler, Janice, Sweetums, and Beaker. Um, like which is funny because awesome, yeah. the funny thing is like I hear these names I immediately have pictures in my head but I may just be saying names to you guys I, I, to the yeah. listener I'm not sure and then Dave Golds did uh, The Great Gonzo Zoot and Dr. Bunsen Honeydew so good these five people have like this whole it's like the Simpsons honestly where they have these whole host of characters yeah. they play and they all feel distinct from one another mm-hmm. and like you see them talking to each other and it's not a big deal but then you suddenly realize wait that's one person playing yeah. three characters but so uh, much well, talent. One thing that I really like, though, is because of the sort of the way it's designed. You have people playing these other characters. It's allowed these characters to live on over time. Yes. So Kermit, for example, Kermit has now been played by he, we're on his third actor. Right. Originally played by Jim Henson. And then when Jim Henson passed, he was taken over by um, Steve Whitmire. Is that who it is? Yeah, Steve Whitmire. He took him over in the 90s, and then he actually was fired in 2016, 2017. Mm-hmm. And then Matt Vogel took over for him. Um, so now we're on our third actor for Kermit, but that's allowed Kermit to live on. It is, but at the same time, I have to admit yes. that the after Jim Henson passed away, and the first movie that came out after was Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. And I went, that doesn't sound like Kermit. And like, even even more so if you listen to... Is it like Mickey the, Mouse voice actors for you as well? Yeah. Mi- well, Mickey Mouse, I haven't noticed as much. Okay. If you listen to the the current voice of Kermit, it's pretty different. He's a it lot is. lower. Yeah. Whereas Miss Piggy, I was surprised when I found out when Frank Oz stopped doing it. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, that's not Frank Oz anymore. It sounds just like him. It's a little shocking that your kids have enjoyed it so much because you look at the original Muppet movie and we're going to mm-hmm. talk about each movie at length. But there are cameos that were relevant at the time and there were big cameos at the time. And kids these days would be like, why? It doesn't matter. I don't care. That person's not being funny. Right. But it's funny because they showed up in a Muppet movie. And even yes. me watching these, I'm like, ooh, this this feels like a moment so, where that's somebody it, who I should know, but I don't. Every movie becomes immediately dated, but they still remain popular. Well, that's the funny thing, too, is you watch the old Muppet movies now. My kids are watching and just going, that's eh, just another pure person being, mm-hmm. being silly. Whereas I'm like, that's Bob Hope. That's Steve Martin. Yeah. Steve Martin. Whereas like, yeah. I was getting bugged at the newer ones because I was like, wow, that is a really cheesy cameo. And I went, uh. it's It's the same, though. Well, it's, I think these movies are interesting because you have to have your brain in a certain place well, to watch yeah. them. I feel like there's some of these where they're scraping the bottom of the barrel, even at the time for cameos. You mean Manny from Modern Family? (laughs) But they make a joke about that. (laughs) Sure. Where he says, and who are you? Yeah. Uh, But I feel like there's a time when they were getting better stars. Like, I feel like it was kind of the A-listers back in the day, Mm -hmm. and then they kind of got the C-listers, and now they're, you know, back to B-listers now or something like that. 
All right, I think it's time to rank. Yeah. All right, let's get into the movie. So, like we mentioned, this is Joel's passion. And so much like we did if you listen to our Christopher Nolan show, we're going to have Joel be our constant. We'll follow the movies through him. So we'll just start with his number 10. My definitive ranking. Your definitive ranking. And then you guys give your superfluous opinion. Kind of like you did with Nolan. Agreed. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. Hey, it's a fair trade. So maybe maybe Joel's 10 is my number one. And so we'll talk about... Because the passion is all the way over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I think that we're going to agree more times than not. I agree. Especially at the top of our list. I mean, I, I would guess, at least looking at my own, the top three, I could probably swap out. It could be. I don't know. My top three are pretty solid. It's beyond that. that I can't wait. Fuzzy. Let's get rid of these uh, bottom of the barrel movies. Let's just start. Let's start. What's your number 10, Joel? So my number 10 is one of the TV specials. Naturally. I had some debate of which one to put one here, but I put. There's a right answer. It's a very Muppet Christmas movie. And you gave the wrong one. You gave the wrong one. It's a very Merry Muppet Christmas movie. Yeah. Yeah. This is not the wrong one. This is the definitive ranking. No, you're you're wrong. So this this came out in 2002. And here's the synopsis. Twas a night for Christmas, and the Muppet Theater is in danger of being torn down, but with hilarious send-ups of just about every holiday movie ever made, the Muppets discover what matters most is their love for each other. No. This, this has the Muppets. It has David Arquette. Uh, no, Joan- David Arquette, he's talking to God, who is Whoopi Goldberg. No, the boss. The boss. The they boss. never call it God. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But they're watching through a screen Kermit be really sad, and Kermit want to eventually get to a point where it's, it's a wonderful life. And honestly, it's just a framing device to go to commercial. Yes. Oh, yeah. Well, this is definitely set in the time because you have cameos from Joan Cusack, Matthew Lillard. Well, Joan Cusack is the villain. She is. She is. William H. Macy, Whoopi Goldberg, and the cast of Scrubs. (laughs) Yeah, Matthew Lillard's a French guy. That's great. It was weird. And this was made for TV. You can tell. It really is like this is really kind of bottom of the barrel for me. And the reason I chose this one is because I felt like this was scraping the bottom of the barrel both story-wise and character-wise and cameo-wise. And the one thing that really bothered me was that Kermit was not Kermit. No. He was bitter and cynical. And and don't be wrong, Kermit's kind of a, you know, a wet blanket sometimes. Right. But this one just felt like he was being mean. And I'm like, Kermit is never mean. This to me didn't feel like a Christmas special until the last 30 minutes. In fact, it was just another let's save the theater type movie. Yeah. And in fact, the Christmas songs don't even come till later because like we have like parodies of Moulin Rouge songs. That was weird. Yeah. And yeah. In the songs are... Kermit drinks funny green root beer. Yeah. Which is absinthe. absinthe. Yeah. <laughs> and I did laugh a few times at this. They talked about corporate synergy and they said it's out of control. And then you hear the NBC chimes in this movie because mm-hmm. it's aired on NBC as well. Yeah. And then you see like a cameo by the Who's from The Grinch Who Stole Christmas around yeah. that same time. But they don't mention it's the Grinch. Right. Because Fozzie gets painted green and they're like, he looks like the guy that took Christmas. But it's funny because they're all rhyming and then one guy goes, I can't rhyme. Can't we just go beat him up? And I was like, (laughs) that's kind of funny. I laughed twice. The thing is, like, even though I'm putting this at the bottom of the barrel, there were some parts that made me laugh. Almost every Muppet movie, there was something that made me laugh. Also, there's a random cameo montage where they just go through all these local celebrities like Kelly Ripa and Molly Shannon and yeah, Triumph. Kermit's trying, yeah, Triumph. Dog. Kermit's trying to call his friends that he knows to come host their show they're putting on. Joel, this may be a worthy 10. I put it at 9 because you have Scooter dancing in a cage seductively. You, that's and on the parents' guide. It says that. It's not okay. No. Well, also they say at one point they make a joke about making reference to a, a Tomless nightclub. Yeah. And I was like, in a Muppet movie? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? There's also an extended scene with a uh, generic crocodile hunter, yeah, yeah, which was pretty terrible. I, from what I understand, the actual crocodile hunter was busy. But there's a whole scene of innuendo with Pepe and Joan Cusack. Yes. Yes. It, it got a little it's weird. It's weirdly adult in places. Yeah. A few of these movies have those moments. They, yeah. But they make reference to uh, Fear Factor. There's Riverdance. Like, this is very much 
that time. And that's why I put it so low, because not only is it not that great of a Muppet movie, but it's very It's dated. irredeemable. And that kind of bothered me. Yeah. This was the first Muppet movie, by the way, to be rated PG by the MPAA. <laughs> this one didn't bother me. I, I thought it was fine. I put it at nine as well. Okay, um, so you two agree. Just yeah. because from a quality standpoint, objectively, it, it is not as high a quality a movie as everything else But it's not the, the worst list. one ever but made. It, it's, if you think about it as a holiday TV special, it's completely fine. Like There's nothing was, that wrong with it. But the problem is I didn't like the framing of the... The, the angel part of it like it just didn't mm-hmm. it didn't fit for me at all I understand they were going for it's a wonderful life but the way they did it it just felt weird like them the, the, it's the, called padding well yeah David Arquette right? and Whoopi Goldberg sitting on a couch watching a TV screen for extended periods of time mm-hmm. and then you're like you forget that they're even doing it and it jumps back to him like oh yes there's this whole story with again, CG you know, butterflies and everything too you, yeah. you know it just cut to like when they got back from commercial they were on the Let's couch catch back up with yeah. yeah this yeah. is what's been going on and then for some reason randomly as the plots basically like reached its conclusion well and there's they even, do a kermit the frog wonderful life thing yeah well and there's a there's a funny part for example when kermit has never been born because it's a wonderful life and they have a, a doc hopper's fried frog legs yeah. store and i went mm-hmm. that's a funny reference i hate that it's wasted in this movie Same. yeah so well we've so already spent there's, a, Yo- there's a yoda cameo this. too which made me laugh yeah Okay, kind Joel, of a what's your number nine? Please tell me well, it's the other right choice. Because it's the other TV special. It's Muppets Wizard of Oz. Atrocious. It wasn't good. That is like overselling it. But it's it's the Wizard of Oz with Muppets. But the problem it's is... It's the Wizard of Oz with Ashanti. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> they put all their chips in on Ashanti being a good core actor for this movie. This movie starts and I thought I was watching a VH1 music video. <laughs> so picture a Wizard of Oz, the Wizard of Oz. Modern day. Modern day. Yeah. And yeah Dorothy, Dorothy doesn't really want to go home. She just wants to be a pop star. No, and that's the thing. They what? take, a, they take out yeah. all the innocence and, and uh, goodness of Dorothy and turn to the kind of whiny brat who can't act. No. I had the hardest time with Ashanti because like the whole time I'm like, don't put her on the screen anymore. I'm sure she's just fine, probably a fine singer, but she's not a good actress. But Joel, the cameos in this movie were second to, well, they were the worst. <laughs> There's Queen Latifah, yeah. David Allen Greer, yeah. Kelly Osbourne, who shows up for a joke Kelly where they Osborne. say, you've been reborn. And she says, correction, you've been Osborne. My kids literally turned to me and said, is that supposed to be someone famous? <laughs> and I said, not really. <laughs> oh, and Quentin Tarantino for some reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's what? a whole five minute sequence of Quentin Tarantino pitching to Kermit how violent he wants this movie to be. Yeah. But he also can't be too violent when the things he's saying. So it's like he's he's being very guarded. I think he was told that this would be really funny. And he's like, oh, I'm going all in. Which it really was a waste. Not enough F words. Uh, also, well, speaking of that, this is really adult because Kermit, they're talking about... Um, they're looking for girls with talent and they ask yeah. about a certain video series. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a really 2000s reference. That's gross. That reference went a little wild for me because I went, no, Precisely. no, 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 not yeah. in a Muppet movie. How dare you? And there was a Napster reference and, a, and, a, and there was a passion reference yep. as well. Which passion. I went, Whoa, that's yeah, a throwback. Yeah. It was really weird. And then the uh, this one also bothered me because they used a lot of CGI. Yep. Yeah. Which is really dated. My kids commented on how dated... When they get to the wizard, how dated that those graphics looked. Well, and because they were also for TV. So they weren't super yeah. high quality. And, and they right. could have used a puppet just as easily, but they decided to go with CG. And then oddly seductive CG for a bit yeah. there where yep. I was kind of like, are we okay here? My favorite kind of CG is oddly seductive. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, like I said, there's a part, for example, when Kermit the Frog, he's the, he's the scarecrow type character. Yeah. He gets ripped apart by these bad guys, mm-hmm. and it's disturbing for kids because you're watching 
Kermit the Frog get, get ripped, ripped to shreds. Pieces, yeah. And my son turned to me and said, I'm going to bring up my kids a lot because like I said, I watched this with them is kind of get the kid perspective. He was like, right. he went, that got dark. <laughs> and he was really concerned about it. And my daughter, my little daughter was concerned about Kermit. I'm like, he's going to be fine. They use some elements from the, the original novel too because they couldn't like rip off completely. Uh, yeah, the classic. MGMs, that's right. it was. They're like ruby slippers. They're not ruby slippers and all that. This was bad though. Even though like... They have five new songs composed by Michael Giacchino, who's right. a good composer. Not in this movie. Hey, this I cannot remember one single song from this from this one. This was uh, what five? No, what, a couple years before. This came out in two thousand five. Oh, so right after Incredibles. Never mind. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah is, Incredibles is all for. This is a paycheck. This Uh-oh. is a horrible movie. Never should have been made. And the Muppets are good at adaptation. Yeah. But not here. But I think they're, and like I said, I think the reason I put the other one lower is because it felt much more dated. Whereas Wizard of Oz, it's kind of with one of those a thing. No, but that, they put it in modern times. I still can't figure out why. Yeah. It wasn't good. So th- this is a question I'm probably going to ask for all of them, but you know, we've talked about what it might mean. Do you think this feels like a Muppet movie? No. Because that's not the thing really. that, that the Christmas special, I still think it might not be great, but it still feels like more of a Muppet yeah. movie. This one, they show this. up after 25 minutes, I think. Yeah. And you're like, so this oh, is, yeah, this the Muppets is not are here. We should clarify movie. most of these are on Disney Plus. Are, are most of them? Uh, only no, half, half actually. Of them. Yeah. But like I had to go to the library for a couple of these because mm-hmm. they weren't just available. I had to anywhere. rinse it on YouTube. Oh, I'm so sorry. I spent money on some of these. Yeah. Go to your local library. It's free. But then I'd have to go to the library. <laughs> Spoken like a Joel. It's free. <laughs> There's words there. And as we found out a couple episodes ago, I don't <laughs> like words. So I, I'm actually okay. I debated on which one of these to put at the bottom. I'm yeah. fine either way. But I did put the other one. I, I so laughed. just reversed on Pepe, this. Pepe the prawn, the king prawn, made me laugh a couple times Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. And I went, I will bump you up for that. See, I watched multiple Muppet movies in the same day. So I watched the Christmas special with another Muppet movie. And I liked this one a little better. Oh. But just because all of the theatrical releases are just objectively better quality, mm-hmm. I couldn't put any either one of these any higher than the bottom two. Are they objectively better quality? Because my number eight is Muppets from Space. Rightly Very so. Good choice. That's all, the correct all do that? From 1999. Yep. Wow, that's, that's good. So yeah, 1999, July of 1999. So this actually, I just had gone away at this point on my I'd never excursion. seen this one either. Yeah. And so this was a, this was <laughs> I a was black watching movie actual me. film saw, at this point. I saw this in theaters. You did? <laughs> I, did. I did as a nine-year-old. <laughs> well, the joke here is Gonzo is not an animal, right? It's always not been, a whatever. He's been seen as whatever. He's always and been this yeah, joke whatever. is, who's Gonzo's family? Where's he from? And so this movie is starring Gonzo. Which, and Jeffrey Tambor. <laughs> yes. The, the problem is, though, is that Gonzo has always been kind of this bizarre character where he mm-hmm. just does these random things. And they didn't... Gonzo wasn't Gonzo in this movie. He's like morose. He was much more serious, much more grounded. And I'm like, right. where's the crazy, zany Gonzo we've come to know and love? And also they're answering a question... I never even cared to ask. Nope. Nobody really cares where Gonzo comes from. And the joke is that he's just a whatever. Yeah. That's, and that's the, the funny whole point part. of it. So yeah, the, the synopsis of Gonzo is, con- is contacted by his alien family through his breakfast cereal. But when the men in black kidnap him, it's up to Kermit and the gang to rescue Gonzo and help him reunite with his long lost family. Mm-hmm. Who shows up in the last 15 minutes. Yeah. But we have, and here we have cameos by F. Murray Abraham, David Arquette again, Pat Hingle, Rob Schneider, Andy McDowell, Josh Charles, Hulk Hogan, and Ray Liotta. It's a, it's a wide range of stars. And like, is this the one that has the whole cast of Dawson's Creek? 
Justin yes. Jackson and Katie Holmes because well, their set was like two minutes away. Yeah. God, why? They literally have a cameo with Katie and Katie Holmes and, and what's his bucket? Just Joshua Jackson about, Jackson, about yeah, Pacey. Dawson. The reason why this is bottom of the theatrical releases for me, among the reason that it's not funny whatsoever, is because the music in Muppets movies, even yes. if it's tier two or yes. three, it's still fun. This one, they did remakes of Brick House. Yeah. There's there's no right. original music no, in this. No, it's all like 70s funk also, uh, soundtrack. They got rid of Electric Mayhem, and then you have like the Muppet that looks like Dougie Doug. What was his name? Clifford? Yeah, Clifford. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of Clifford. No, uh, I don't either. He was, he was like the sort of the host of Muppets Tonight, so I liked him. But. The, the one joke they had that I was just like, I had to write it down in my notes is, may the fish be with you. And I was so mad. That's so mad. That made you mad? Yeah. The whole movie made me upset, but I was like, why? Why would you do this? Also, Kermit said he was promoting the Muppets from 2011. So Uh many, many years. 12 years after. After this movie. After Muppets. uh, Muppet in Space. Yeah. And so he's doing a press tour in 2011. He says, "Uh, with all due respect to Muppets from Space, um, you don't want that to be the last movie you ever do. You want to do a better one. <laughs> and I was like, way to go, Kermit. Well, and Muppets from Space, it just, it, to me, it felt like when you made a meal and then you ate it and it was like, this is missing something. Like yeah. there was just, humor. There wasn't that whimsical magic of a Muppet movie. And maybe it was the original songs. I'm not sure. I wish it would have been an actual like sci-fi movie. And especially even if they said it sort of in the past and stuff, it could have been so fun. Mm-hmm. This movie's lame. I actually, so I said, I saw this in the theaters. I, I was nine years old. This guy's, this came out in 1999. You know what else came out in 1999? The Matrix. Everything good. And so <laughs> Everything good. I actually fell asleep in this movie as a child. I, I, well, it was I, your I, nap time. I hated it. <laughs> I was like, this is boring and dumb. But uh, I'll tell you what. I found out something. I was doing some investigating. This movie grossed $22.3 million. But I believe that is, uh, is false. Because the same week that this came out, guess what else was in theaters? Hmm. American Pie and Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah. You know kids were buying tickets to Muppets from Space and sneaking into Eyes Wide <laughs> oh, Shut no. and American Pie. You know it. I don't think kids could handle Eyes Wide Shut. friendly. <laughs> uh, no, and this was actually the last Muppet feature film to have the involvement of Frank Oz. He mm-hmm. retired the following year. So he wasn't Who in the also movie. said it's not the movie he wanted it to be. <laughs> no. He knew it was Nobody bad. wanted this movie. No, that's the thing is like apparently they had the original writer that he had this draft up and it was good and then the studio came back and said no we want this it had like it had like it was a parody of like men in black contact and alien and stuff mm-hmm. like that and the studio was like nah let's not you're not bringing enough vision to the project here so they fired him and got someone else and they rewrote it and it, they actually changed the ending where it turned out in the original draft gonzo wasn't an alien these aliens had just been watching the muppet show and considered him like their leader oh that'd be way better galaxy quest yeah because then it was like like the aliens spoiler alert for muppets from space the aliens show up and they're like hi gonzo we're your family bye i, I consider it non-canon gonzo <laughs> still like whatever that. well you fell asleep so of course yeah. yeah yeah he still is whatever to me yeah i really consider when i put i have written versions of my list where this was below the christmas tv special yeah i yeah. really don't like this movie i never want to watch it again I, I thought it was lukewarm like this one was lukewarm for me yeah, but the, the funny thing is, this is actually so Pepe, the Pepe okay. the King Prong, okay, and he comes from Muppets tonight with yeah. him and Seymour doing a whole routine. I'm he Pepe, was, I'm yeah. Seymour. Where to have that guy? And Seymour just disappeared, right? He was a good addition. I like yeah. Pepe. He killed Seymour. Oh. Um, no, but then so Pepe is one of the ones that my kids latched onto that, and they love Pepe, and I find really? him humorous okay. too. But they actually, the less Pepe was involved, they were kind of disappointed. Like my kids love Pepe. Hmm. The two, I think, more modern additions like Pepe and Rizzo, I th- yeah. think are pretty fun. Rizzo actually has gotten less and less yeah. involved. I think Pepe well, took over for Rizzo. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and Rizzo got fired because he was done by Steve Whitmer. Yeah. Rizzo has been fired. 
But that's the thing is like my kids noticed there wasn't a lot of Rizzo in in a movie we'll talk about later. But then like they make a joke about it in well in Muppets he's not used at all. And then in Muppets Most Wanted they make a joke Mm -hmm. where he makes a joke like you know you only get one line and things like that. Yeah. And my kids like oh. All right. What do you have for your number seven? My number seven, I think you guys are going to disagree with me on this, but I think it's an appropriate place for it. And we're getting, this is our... Yeah, I actually want to disagree more. Now we're in good territory. From from this point on... No, we're not. I'm in good because I put Muppet Treasure Island here at number seven. What? That's way wrong. That's way too low. No, Muppet Treasure Island is... It's... You... How can I put this? It is a line drive right down the middle. Nothing overly exciting You know what that does, Joel? You know what that does? I, I know you don't know sports. That wins games. (laughs) (laughs) is it get on base it's just get on base that's fine and they get on base but they don't get to home because (laughs) yes uh, yes, they do with no here's the thing tim curry is long john silver amazing he's great so great chewing the heck out of that he is chewing the scenery and and savoring every bite for a muppet movie perfect he it's fun to watch but the rest of the cast it's good but tim curry is the thing to watch here and i did give that i give this an above average score like i like this movie uh, but I just felt like the jokes weren't as witty. The songs weren't as memorable. This isn't huh? a joke Ca- movie, though. Cabin Fever. You don't like Cabin that song? Cabin Fever. It's fine. I liked it. Oh, right. This is not a jokey movie. This is a straightforward adaptation. This is Wishbone for Muppets. I love, <laughs> I that love is a Wishbone good, Muppets. Good and reference. So when we talked about planning the show, Zach's like, I'm actually kind of a fan of Muppet Treasure Island. And in my head, I went, I don't think I've ever seen that one. But I think I purposely avoided it. So when I watched it. I devoured this movie. It is really? one of the best Muppet movies. Oh, uh, what? Yep, it's my number four. So your wow. number seven is my number four. Zach, where'd you put it? Number three. Wow. Yeah. I think this one's really fun. But the I, problem is I like I all it. these movies at this point, so it's not like I'm so going to be upset. In this movie, you have discount Jonathan Brandis, who yes. is <laughs> yes. playing uh, John, the Hawkins character. Uh, Jim not, Hawkins. I almost said Stephen Hawking. <laughs> so that would be a completely different movie. Right. Brian Connolly shows up. This one has a, a lack of, and I would say the adaptations have a lack of cameos. Mm-hmm. Because they're doing a story. They're trying to tell this specific story. It's not about the jokey. It's not about cheering Kermit up like the other movies are. Yeah. And I think you get more of a meta thing because, you know, there's there's these Muppets or these characters moving through the world, oftentimes traveling. Right. So you can run into characters. Also, it's about, I think it's over an hour until they show Miss Piggy. Yeah. And I was like, I think I, this is maybe my number one. <laughs> Because I hate Miss Piggy. Piggy has her place. Miss Shakalaka. Shakalaka. Careful. I was going to say, Disney actually almost, they had legal action against them because they named one of the characters, the pig characters, Spam. Oh. And so Hormel got after him about that. But Joel, to which he said, I was going to say, the trial lawyer said, one might think Hormel would be welcome to the association of a genuine source of pork. Oh, wow. Spam Slam. Spam Slam. I like Spam. But Joel, didn't you like the original Muppet characters they created for this movie? Like the, the pirate at the beginning, the blind pirate. I thought it was really creepy. He it was, was almost, awesome. It was almost like Dark Jim, Crystal He thought Jim Hawking was a girl. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's the thing. I like this movie. I'm not going to bash on this yeah. movie because mm-hmm. I liked it. It's just there's other ones I like more. Tim Curry actually spoke highly about his role here, saying it was one of his favorite roles he's ever played was Long John's. Yeah, you can tell he's done he some was amazing ha- roles. He was having a blast. He was. He was having such a good time. I just feel like. Uh, oh, by the way, Bill, uh, uh, Sir Billy Connolly mm-hmm. yes. took pride in being the first person ever to die in a Muppets movie. Oh, you're right. Because oh. they don't deal a lot with death in Muppet movies, but he does. Dead Tom's dead. You <laughs> <laughs> shot him. Dead, dead Tom's <laughs> always been dead. That's oh. why he's called he just Dead Tom. The also, the this was the final Muppet movie to get a Drew Struzan poster, which I love Drew Struzan. Which he does the, all Indiana the really Jones, clever animated or drawing Ablin and this, whatnot. This yeah. movie poster actually is is like unironically awesome. Yeah. Um, one thing we haven't talked about yet. How did you guys feel about speaking of meta? The fact that the entire time while they're on this voyage to get treasure, 
all of the rats are having a Caribbean cruise. That was yeah. funny. <laughs> I was laughing every time. Yeah, because Rizzo doing his whole thing is skiing on there. Well, the, the, okay, so once Jim Henson passed away and Kermit could no longer be like the center point, mm-hmm. they really did turn to Rizzo and Gonzo as like the new hosts yes. of these movies, as it were, which is fine. But And I do like the rapport with one another, but they're not Kermit. No. No. Kermit became a noble character. Right. I mean, you think about... The, and uh, Fozzie wasn't funny either. Yeah. No. no. Well, you think about the adaptation. In this movie, no. Yeah. No, no, he's uh, Mr. Bimbo yeah. um, in his finger. But uh, yeah, it, Kermit becomes the the Smollett. He's the captain of the ship. He's a noble character. And even in Christmas Carol, he's Bob Cratchit. He's a noble character, but not in the action like he was in the other movies. Yeah, this not may be the, the best adaptation of Treasure Island. <laughs> mm, I really like well, that live action Disney one, though. Come on, Treasure Planet. Yeah, I stand by it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Let's move to my number six. Let's do it. My number six is Muppets Most Wanted. Okay. okay. Where'd you guys put it? Also my number six. Also my number six. Wow. So here's the funny thing. Came out 2014. 2014. And I went into this movie expecting it to be number seven, number eight, down at the bottom. Same. Because I remember when we talked about this, when this movie came out, yeah, and we, we were, were so together. jazzed after that that redo that they did in 2011, mm-hmm. that the when reboot. they announced the sequel and we went and saw it, it was so Awful. Well, it, at the time, so disappointing. And my re- my initial review of this movie said, this feels like a studio-driven cr- cash grab. And they called it. and Like, they know it. But that's just it. So then, watching this one again with my kids, I actually went, okay, let's watch this. It's the last one. It's mm-hmm. the final Muppet movie that's been made. Let's just finish the series together, kids. Whatever. And then I was watching it going, well, that that's kind of funny. Right at the beginning, they say, they're singing a song about, we're it's doing a sequel. sequel. And they say, everyone knows the sequel's not as good. And I went... That's, That's funny. Kind of, they're, yeah. they're referencing But then themselves. it's funny because they're singing about the sequel, and then Bunsen actually mentions, actually, this is would be the seventh sequel that we've yeah. done. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I kind of went into it, like, arms crossed, like, I'm not going to like this. But as it went on, I went, it still is It funny. still doesn't have the magic that 2011 had. Because even, like, Jason Segel and Amy Adams, they couldn't cast them in this movie. No. They just had their backs in yeah. the movie. Yeah, stand-ins. And it just borrowed a lot of the magic from that movie. And I'm calling it magic. Yes. And kind of reheated it. You're calling it magic. I'm calling it heart. I feel like the original Muppets had heart. This didn't have heart, but it had humor. And I found myself... And a lot of songs. And a lot of songs. And a lot of good songs. Eh, I I have listened to this soundtrack. In the last... Since we started doing this challenge, I've listened to this soundtrack more than any of the other Muppet movies. Really? Even over the 2011 one? My kids and I are walking around singing songs going... just The interrogation scene is very good. I like that one, but it was more the... What's the one we sing all the time? It's that... I give you everything you want. I give you everything you need. That one is a fun song. Because it's it's Flight of the Concords. Yeah. It's Brett McKenzie writing the song, and I can totally hear it being a Flight of the Concords song. Mm -hmm. Yeah. By the way, we should back up. Muppets Most Wanted... While on a grand tour, the Muppets find themselves wrapped into a European jewel heist caper headed by a Kermit the Frog lookalike and his dastardly sidekick. Constantine. Constantine. My kids hate it when I talk like Constantine. I hate Constantine. What? I hate that whole angle. I really, I was annoyed when I first saw it, but this time through, I was laughing my head off at some of the things he was saying. I don't know why it worked for me this time, but it totally did. I do love that in the Muppets 2011, they introduced Walter, the new Muppet. Yeah. And in this movie, he leaves the Muppets at one point, but he becomes a central character. Mm -hmm. And then like Walter left the Muppets. He just, we did a whole movie about him. him. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, By the way, this features uh, cameos from Ricky Gervais, well, I guess not cameos, stars Ricky Gervais, Ty Burrell, and Tina Fey, but cameos by Tony Bennett, Hugh Bonneville, Jermaine Clement, Sean Diddy Coombs, uh, 
Celine Dion, Lady Gaga, Zach Galifianakis, Josh Groban, Selma Hayek, Tom Hiddleston, Frank Lagella, Ray Liotta, James McAvoy, Chloe Grace yeah. Moretz, Saoirse Ronan, Danny Trejo, Stanley Tucci, Usher, and Christoph Waltz. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those are like throwaways at the very, very end. Yeah. Where they're like like frozen oh, up against the wall. The CG wall. Siberian no, Wall is it the was worst. Horrible. No, the ending was bad. That, yeah. that was bad. That but was all awful. those characters have showed up previous in the movie. Yeah, in some way. Like so, in the uh, we're doing a sequel line, for example, yeah. there's a line where mm-hmm. Tony Bennett and Lady Gaga say one line where they're like, throw away one-liner cameos. They sing that, and that's yeah. their line. That, and they're funny, and they, they've been a thing for a while. My feeling why this is on the back half of my ranking is that it's 20 minutes too long. This is the longest Muppets movie. You can even find an extended cut on Blu-ray, which <laughs> sounds gross. Yeah. Like, this is an hour 47, and I think if it cut 20 minutes, it would be a really tight, funny movie. Yeah. Ken, you brought up a point that I would like to make. Hmm. I think every Muppets movie is 20 minutes too long. I agree. Oh, every, no, no, every no, no, single no, 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 Muppet no, no, movie. Because no, 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 none of them no. end really well. I'm just going to put it right I out there. I wholeheartedly disagree yeah. with you two right now. Yeah. I, every time I'm like, wow, this movie's still going. Even like Treasure Island. I remember the middle of it. I'm like, oh, is this still going on? Oh, yeah. Because Miss Piggy showed up and you're like, oh, a bunch yeah, of scrooges. It was actually just before they actually meet Miss Piggy. I was like, oh, here we go. Well, <laughs> uh, by the way, the, the first cut of this movie ran mm. two and a half hours. Oh, so my I think aside from length, though, again, I think every Muppets movie is 20 minutes too long. This movie but has one glaring flaw, and it's called Tina Fey. Yeah, I'm okay with Tina Fey too. Like she's her horrible. big house song. She thinks I she's so funny, and she's not. I enjoyed her much more this time than I did the first time. Yeah, I saw the it. scene, the chorus line scene in the in the prison. Which, by the way, all the prisoners are hilarious. Like yes. the it's Danny Trejo, Jermaine Clement, Jermaine yeah. Clement, and uh, what Ray Liotta. Yeah, like all these awesome Ray rough. Liotta's second cameo. By the way, he was in Muppets from Space. Yeah. I think it was. So, tried, they, but they, they do the uh, the opening scene from a chorus line, mm-hmm. and yes. it's, it's great. Until I had to explain Tina, my, until Tina Fey talks. I had to explain <laughs> that to my kids. No, I'm okay with Tina Fey. Like the scene where she's like, "Turn off the lights," and then they turn off the lights, and all of a sudden she trips. And she's like, "No, turn them back on." I wait, wait till I'm out of the room, then turn off the lights. Which was that by made the me trailer. laugh. Yeah, I I forgot in the trailer so long yeah. ago. I laughed at it. Yeah, I think it's a funny movie, and I gave it a second chance. And I'm so glad I did because this this would have ranked so much lower for me just if I would have done Same. it on my own. But watching it again, I'm like, I gave it a C in my second ranking, probably yeah. a D the first time I, I saw liked, it. I uh, liked Ty Burrell. I thought he was pretty funny. Yeah, like it was the, funny. Yeah. Uh, Ty, Ty Burrell is in Interpol. Thank and you, Muppets. Oh. No more questions. Sam, Sam Eagle and is Sam got a way bigger role than he ever has yeah. before. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah, They're, I thought the, I thought the vacation vacationing Frenchman joke got a little old. Yeah, yeah. but at the same time, oh, I enjoyed did it. Did you like the big badge joke? That was funny. Measuring badges. Yeah, it was funny. Yeah. So yeah, I give this. I if you didn't like this one before, I encourage you giving it a second shot. Let's go to our number five, our top five. Your starting with five. the definitive ranking of of this Muppet <laughs> movies. My number five is the Muppets Take Manhattan. Well, number five. Yeah, where'd you guys put <laughs> number this? Number seven. I also put it at number seven, and I don't really. I I, it's, I would consider putting it lower. It's I, the worst of the classics. Uh, I feel like it's the most dated of the classics. Yeah, I agree. It's weird how the other movies were made before, but this one feels dated i think it's miss piggy's hair honestly <laughs> please read the synopsis if you possibly can uh kermit and his friends go to new york city get their musical on broadway only to find it's a more difficult task than he anticipated and mm-hmm. this is directed by frank oz who did little shop of horrors dirty rotten scoundrels dark crystal that's all frank oz yeah so this he one did, is he does a lot of weird movies like the initial Muppet movies about them trying to get a movie this one's about them trying to get a broadway show this Same one it story. feels like arrested development season four 
where they're like, hey, we can't mm, afford that's harsh. We can't afford all the Muppets. So everyone go do your own thing. Kermit, you're going to start with this this girl that works in a cafe. You had a diner. crush on Jenny when you were younger. Don't Yeah, but watching it. it now, I'm like, I am so bored of this plot. <laughs> but think, think about it. That, that's the last thing you want for your Muppets. It's like, hey, Fossey we put everybody together. Yeah, we put everybody together to do this cool show. Together what again. Sh- what should we do? Oh, let's split you up literally across the entire country. Okay, so I guess I get the comparison of season four of Arrested Development because yes. I thought you were comparing it comedy-wise, and that's not fair. But yeah, splitting no, part, that was a little... Eh. Although there is a funny part because the doctor is checking on Kermit because he has amnesia, and she checks his arms and legs. <laughs> she like goes, no doubt about it, you've got amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> so, his, because his... Uh, um, what are they called? Reflex. Reflex. Yeah. Thank you. The, the, his reflexes are slow, and so that's why he has amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> I remember watching this as a child, being very stressed out about yeah. Kermit having amnesia, yeah. working with Bill and Gil. Me too. And Bill, Jill. Gil, and Gil. I was like, he's going to stay working with him. He'll never mm. rejoin the Muppets. Like when my, my, my kids, and I did the same thing. When they're sitting like a booth apart from each yeah. other, and they're not finding each other, my kids are like, they're going to miss them. They're going to miss is them. That's so funny. But it is, as a kid, it stressed me out. And as an adult, I'm like, this is kind of serious for a Muppet movie. Like kind of yeah. not as jokey, not as crazy and intentionally. So after the great Muppet caper kind of came out and it was a little too crazy, mm-hmm. they said, tone it down. Let's get a little more make story. Make it boring. And actually let's make more. this a tier three movie and introduce the Muppet babies. Muppet Which we love babies. the Muppet Babies. Uh, who, how many people are in your head right now? Because I hate the Muppet Babies, remember? Everyone loves the Muppet Babies. Not I. When your room looks kind of <laughs> weird and you wish that you weren't there. I, I, Sing I along. Haven't, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. It's, I liked it as a kid and I won't watch it yeah, as a You were dumb as a kid, <laughs> Zach. <laughs> Not you specifically, kids. I'm not so great as an adult either. <laughs> we, no, we you're bo- pretty good now. They have rebooted. There's a new Muppet Baby series out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, why waste time? I don't know. It's not as good. But I so let me just share a quick moment from this. Yeah, from this movie. So the girl who played Jenny, uh, Julia Donald, Juliana Donald said that they were out in the park doing the jogging scene mm-hmm. and like Jim Henson's out there with Kermit. You mean with the full-size piggy on skates? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if that was chasing after you, Zach, would that not freak you oh, out? Oh, be horrifying. Uh, but like they were filming and then they were delayed by a camera problem. So Jim Henson just sitting there with Kermit in, you know, ready to go. Mm-hmm. And this kid walked up and just starts talking to Kermit. This kid who wasn't part of the scene, he's just in the park. And he starts talking to Kermit, completely ignoring Jim Henson. Yeah. And Jim Henson just starts talking to the kid. Well, Kermit starts talking sure. to the kid. Yeah. And then this group of kids comes around and he just starts having this whole conversation with this group I of kids. I bet it's so sweet. It is. It's one of those moments where I'm like, kids really do. They love should have the filmed that to actually make this movie watchable. <laughs> it's watchable. <laughs> no. This is like Jason Takes Manhattan. Like, you put Take Manhattan in no, any title. You take that back. <laughs> put Take Manhattan in any title and it's a bad movie. I can't hate this one, though, because it is like that part of my childhood. And this is the last film that Jim Henson and, oh, that's the other a, one. That's a bad way to go out. No, it's not. And Richard Hunt, he also mm-hmm. passed away as well. But it's just, this is one where I feel like it, it's weird because it's a little more serious. They never break the fourth wall in this yeah. one. But like the scene in the, in the kitchen with the rats is, is one I remember always. The Muppet Baby and scene made me laugh. Together Again is a great song. Peoples it is. is together Peoples. Again. Good opener. Peoples is Peoples. Yes. Together Again is like one of the better songs. Yeah. One of the better Muppet songs out there. Yeah, it's a good one. And I love the ending with all the Muppets and Sesame Street characters all together. That mm-hmm. was so Be- fun for me as a kid And they're see. getting married, but it, they didn't Somebody's really. Somebody's getting married. Well, she got a real priest. But then later movies, they say they didn't get married. Yeah. yeah. So they they can and they're not married. Continuity. I don't get no. it quite. And they but. broke up in 2015 <gasps> with that series that didn't really on, go anywhere. On the Muppets, which tried to be 30 Rock and was horrible. Yeah. I didn't watch that one. Yo, oh, 30 Rock is horrible. It, You're right, Zach. Stop that. <laughs> no, uh, the, the Muppets, if you find it on Disney Plus and you're looking for The Muppet Show, please don't watch The Muppets. It looks like an office logo. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. 
So, Joel, we're going to be relatively close here on your top four. Right. But I think like the top two will probably decide wh- well, where the anger lies. I can already tell Zach's not going to get happy here because I'm putting Muppet Christmas Carol at number four. Okay. Because I'm assuming Zach is going to love, love, love. Oliver. I have Muppet Christmas Carol at number five. What? Yeah. I, have I thought this was going to be like your favorite. Nope. Joel? It's good, but it's not. But if you, you have to judge it on the Muppet scale. And it is, of all of this list, the least Muppety movie. Hmm. This is the best Muppet movie. What? Because Kent's saying it because it's not the Muppets. This is because and you're saying Michael that because Michael Caine. Because no, this Michael is Caine. because it has Michael Caine who was in Batman, so it has a Nolan connection. <laughs> so this it's basically is a Nolan movie. It's true. Yeah. This is <laughs> they're messing with time. This is a Nolan movie. Yeah. So the reason you're tier you're number oneing this number one, and I'll tell you why. Because I did grade each of these as I rewatched them, but I said, okay, which movie would I rewatch? A lot. Mm-hmm. And and we'll get to the other movies as well. And I could be like, well, I'd rewatch this every two or three years. I would rewatch this one every year and not be mad about it. Well, because let's get, let's get this synopsis oh, first. I do. Yeah. The Muppet Christmas Carol is the Muppets doing Christmas Carol. Yes. There you go. But yeah. is it, though? Think about it. That's, that's actually... No, 100%. I, I ranked this movie a little bit lower. I think it's a great movie. It's probably... One of the better, like the best no, movies on this list. Here's why it's but good. But it's though. not a Muppet movie. So Gonzo plays Charles Dickens, right? And he's yeah. got Rizzo with him as well. He knows and the story Kermit like the back is of his not, hand. Kermit is not like, oh, I need to save the theater. It is Kermit is Bob Cratchit. They're playing characters. Once again, it's Wishbone. Yes. Right. Which right. I love. And Michael Caine, and I could praise, like we talked about Tim Curry, mm-hmm. Michael Caine loves his no, the work he not did. Only Michael Caine said, I'm going to play this straight. And not, I'm not going to play this as if there's no Muppets around me and I'm going to do BBC drama. And yeah. he he does it well enough to not only be good in a Muppet movie, he's arguably one of the best Scrooge performances he ever. He might be the best Scrooge performance. Even when he says, mother always told me, never eat singing food. Michael Caine <laughs> says that and it's believable. It works every time. And not only that, but you have these new Muppets introduced with the Ghost of Christmas Past, Present, and Christmas Yet to Come. And they're fantastical. They're scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just, it's amazing to watch. And yes, this is the least Muppet movie. This is a, this is a Jim Henson movie. This is the best movie, movie with the Muppets. Without though. Jim Henson's involvement. But I'm though. just saying it's more of a Jim Henson Productions type of well, movie. Well, they originally had it as like, you know, Piggy was going to play this character, this ghost, and right. Kurt was going to play this ghost. And they went, no, we need to create these original Muppets to give this more believability. It, it as does. It, it, admittedly, it does support the story much better. Come in and know me better, man. I love, I love Christmas present. He's awesome. Christmas yeah. Future is scary. Yeah. And I think I, I may have said on multiple occasions, like the lamp, not the rat, like the lamp, yeah. not the rat. But we For keep me, the lighting it's candles. funny and it's tragic and it treats kids smarter than they might actually be. And, well, the, and the DVD cut that cuts out that dumb song that the girl sings is so whoa, much better. Whoa, whoa. There's mm. people who love that song. I hate it. There's so fan clubs out there for Where's I had love. the VHS and we fast forwarded it every single time. Every I feel year. bad for that actress, though, that she got this amazing like solo. Of, yeah. And then they're like, yeah, never mind. Cut it out of the movie. Well, if she was better at it, then maybe she wouldn't. Oh. So, you still like this one. It's number four. Yeah. But it's definitely not top three. Well, because there's... What's, what's holding it back? Well, I, I was going to say, first of all, this was the movie when I went, that's not Kermit. Like the voice did not match. Okay. And that pulled me out a bit. Oh, and it was the first movie with, with Steve Whitmire. Well, and also this was, I was 12 at the time. So mm-hmm. I was going to be a little bit, you know, more like, ah, I'm not, you know, Muppets. They're yeah, but for how kids. much exposure had you had to Christmas Carol at that point? Like other than Mickey's, right? Mickey's I mean, this Christmas is a relatively a new thing and, and it's a deeper story. That's actually a fair point because I really enjoyed Mickey's Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. And so when this came out, I was kind of like, it's not as good. It's a little bit, it's 20 minutes too long as you guys yeah, say. It might be. This, uh, this is not, this is not 20 minutes too long. No, this is, this, is, this is fantastic. This is a fantastic movie, and I think it is. Yeah. And as weird as it sounds, it is one of the most true to the original work yeah. of Charles Dickens. Yes. Like they're, they're pulling direct quotes yeah. out, 
but they just happen to be said by Gonzo and Rizzo. Oh, just and kidding. The the song that girl sings is 20 minutes. Never mind. It's 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but yeah, it's an appropriate amount of Gonzo. He got a highlight here. And for some reason, they ran with that with Muppets from Space. But I could rewatch, like, I will rewatch this one every Christmas. Yeah. This, oh, this probably classic. would have done better mm-hmm. in the box office because it did, it did okay. Yeah. But it was competing against Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, and Disney's Aladdin. Oh, okay. what a year. So this yeah. was this was a hard I one. love it. The Fezziwig is the character, and so it's Fozziwig. Yeah. That's that's a home run. Waka well, waka. This was one, uh, just to give my kids perspective again, mm-hmm. my son was so concerned about Tiny Tim because they don't pull a punch there. Robin. Yeah, <laughs> Robin yeah. They the basically They show that, no, he died. Sorry. Yeah kids and my son was so concerned and we're like it's gonna be okay they it's handled that okay very well yeah. it's a it's a very dramatic scene with a luckily very restrained piggy mm-hmm. and uh and kermit that that's a really good dramatic turn by the muppets it's crazy yeah. least annoying yeah. for sure yeah but it is i was gonna say i really enjoy this one i'm not gonna bash on it because i thoroughly enjoy it it just yeah. didn't make my top no. three i think this is amazing and it only is my number five because i went on a technicality and said it's this just isn't as muppety a movie see, yeah. I, see I think you already have the muppet show from the 70s right yeah. and the other movies well many of the other movies they're just extensions of the show and it's more of the same this one feels different it feels unique and it necessary is. It, I, it is it is I different prefer wishbone muppets i prefer muppets in stories i actually have a tradition personally i love that wishbone is the standard yeah. for adaptations <laughs> i i have a tradition personally where every show that i'm cast in every musical that i'm cast in mm-hmm. i muppet cast that show <laughs> so i i'm okay. backstage talking to the other actors i'm like okay now we do let's take our main actors in this show okay who what would kermit play what would waka waka play? Waka. so like bacon sale for example uh would oh go i'm ahead, not gonna answer that question yeah. no no, yeah. no go for it zach. judge away zach I'm, I'm kermit and nothing else matters move on oh you you are scooter <laughs> for sure <laughs> no no can it be the scooter chef <laughs> no everyone Ooh. wants to be scooter chef no, that's and a question. you pick up a good question though what muppet would you want to be versus what muppet do you think people think you are I'll tell you, I want to be, I've always kind of wanted to be a Kermit, like that kind of a little more, you know, the leader Everyone type. Everyone wants to be Kermit. He's I don't, think you're, I don't I feel like you're insecure enough. But people f- see me as more of a Fozzie. You're Fozzie. I see you as Fozzie. See? Yeah. I don't see that. See, I would always want to be Ralph, but I don't have the talent behind it. I see you as Statler. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> yes. Yes. You're both of them. Yes. And you would say that. Yeah. I, I mean, I would. I the have the I like, to, I like to organize things. So I, Scooter is always you're one that I like. Yeah. yeah. Just don't call me Gonzo, okay? No, you're not. I don't think I'm Mr. Gonzo. Okay, good. No, thank you. But none of us have a crush on chickens. <laughs> uh, also, <laughs> the, the thing about the Muppet Christmas Carol is I don't feel like the songs are as strong. What do you mean? Ludi Fruitsky, Hoopty Boopty. They're you good. You don't love that moment? Yeah. They're good. My favorite song, though, in the entire movie is Heat Wave. Oi! This is my island in <laughs> Just the that sun. Jump oi, in. Oi. That's yeah. so funny. That's yeah. the part that makes you laugh. But yeah. let's give my top three. Let's the definitive do it. top three. And looking at the list, I mean, aside from the the number one, we're going to be pretty close on here. Yeah. Okay. My number three is The Muppets 2011. A Muppet fanatic with the help of his two human compatriots must regroup the Muppet gang to stop an uh, avaricious oil mogul, that's hard to say, from taking down one of their precious life-longing treasures. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. Maniacal laugh. This is one where, I mean, The Muppets had been kind of out of favor for a while. The last Muppet movie theatrically was Muppets in Space Mm -hmm. with 1999. And I don't think they even acknowledge that. So we're going back all the way back to like Muppets Take Manhattan, which was 1984. Because they kind of yeah. just, they basically say Muppets haven't been around yeah. for a long time. In, in my mind, there are five Muppet movies. Yeah. It's like so. the original three and then the two modern ones. Yeah. That makes, and that would do the same yeah. kind of thing. But then 
Also, don't forget the Christmas Carol and Treasure Island. But those are like them doing their, like, it's like no. they're at their job. This ah. is a movie that if there, like I said, if there was no history of Muppet movies, there was only the Muppet show, and Jason Siegel's character was inspired by the Muppets, and Walter having watched it back in the day, this is the only movie that ever needs to have existed, because it's a love letter to the show, not even to the movies. But no, they do reference the movies, though, a couple times. Which Yeah, but I it is like them watching every single episode in syndication, and this movie comes out, granted, it's my number three, right? Like it's, oh, it's right there. It's number okay. three. And, but everything about this is tier one. It is, it is nostalgia fueled love. Even though it starts out with me and Julio down by the schoolyard. Yeah. Then it gets into original songs and I'm like, hallelujah. Yeah. And this because they're so good. Stars the Muppets and then Jason Siegel, Amy Adams, Chris Cooper and Rashida Jones. And then has cameos by Jack Black, Zach Galifianakis, Jim Parsons, Ken Jeong, Alan Arkin, Donald Glover, Kristen Schaal, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. Yay. Mm-hmm. So, this one did very well at the box office. Uh, Rightly so. And it's because I feel like it really did hit that chord that people were feeling of like, yeah, whatever happened to the Muppets? Yeah. And then you see them and you're like, oh, yeah, this is why I love the Muppets. Now, in fairness, this one may have been a little influenced. My love for this movie may have been boosted by the fact that I saw it on a Disney cruise and it was a first run movie. Oh, that's fun. I saw it on a Disney cruise. Yeah. yeah. It was such a fun experience. But even watching it like time and time after that, I still, it has so much heart. And I, I may have gotten emotional multiple times watching this movie. Yeah. And yeah. Amy Adams, I mean, teaching class and she's fixing a car in class. Yeah. The bell rings and she's like, sorry, class is over. And everyone, oh, <laughs> it's so funny. And Manor Muppet is that a deep song. It is Academy Award winning song. There were the only, first Academy Award ever. There were the only two nominees that year and the other one was from Rio. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Brett McKenzie, once again, from Vladimir yeah. Concords, wrote the songs. And there's a ton in here that I, I could sing as well. I really enjoy them. This is the one, by the way, where he, he talked in his original song. He talked about Kermit saying, when I was just a little piece of felt. Mm-hmm. And they're like, nope, you can't say that. He's, he was a tadpole. That's the yeah. reality you have to build here. Yeah. Uh, what uh, I liked about this is they talk about having issues finding a host, like a guest host, a celebrity host yeah. for the yeah. show. And it actually mirrors in the show, the, the Muppet show back in the day, for three years of production, the producers struggled to find a celebrity that wanted yeah. to be on the show until yeah. it finally just picked up steam and everyone wanted to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what they did in this movie. Exactly. It's one of those movies that you watch, and I I do wonder how people that didn't watch The Muppets, if they love it as much. Perfect introduction. I think it's the perfect introduction. Because it did. It reintroduced a whole generation to The Muppets. Like, hey, these guys are kind of funny. And even if you never saw the show, you're like, oh, I can see why these two characters like this old show. That is exactly sort of my story. Mm -hmm. I remember I watched this movie in 2011. I liked it a lot. I have the soundtrack. I listened to it a lot. And I really enjoyed this movie. And then I watched all the other Muppet movies. And then watch this one again. And I had it's a, a different, a totally different appreciation. I laughed at different moments. And actually, there's stuff in the movie that I liked less after watching really? the other ones. So I actually put this a little bit lower on my list at four. Oh, wow. Because I, Walter, right? I don't like the Walter, but I really don't like the Mary and the Gary stuff. What? That's total. It's it's totally See, pulling away. You're making Kermit. No, is, Muppets Kermit are best as side build. characters. Kermit is overplayed. Kermit, he's the fourth build person. Hey guys, in this movie. let's all be friends, okay? <laughs> like he, it's it's. How what, many Muppet movies have you seen where Kermit is the same old oppressed frog again and again? You need an anchor point, sure, and then the Muppets to be celebrated. So I'm, that's going to be Jason Siegel forgetting his anniversary. Yeah, that's that's what we're going yeah. with. No, and I, helping, I, but helping his brother be part like, of the show. You know, it's not a, it's nothing you really need to get into. You already know the concept, so it's like, okay, they're having issues. That gives me the conflict. It feels like a secondary thing, and there's like, it's especially the especially near the end, you, when it's it's been the Muppets for a while, and mm-hmm. then it cuts over, and it's like, oh, hey, by the way, go fix your relationship. Travel by map. 
I yeah. just, I, but that, it's it's the two brother conflict. One is going I, I one like, way, the other. I actually like Walter and Gary. Mm-hmm. I don't like Walter, Gary, and Mary. How dare you, badmouth Amy good. Adams? She's not good in this. How dare you? She's not the best in this. She's and especially because think about 2011. She was taking a turn toward like she, I think she's amazing. I don't think she's very good in this. This is Mis- she's miscast. This is Enchanted time. Like this is darling. She's Amy better Adams in Enchanted. Time. I'll say that. Well, when, when, when was Doubt? What year was Doubt? Like 2009. That was the same year as Enchanted as this well. This isn't the Doubt Show. Save for our Doubt Show. Uh, I, <laughs> I bring, doubt you every show. I wanted to bring this up, by the way, that this is, The Muppets is the, I checked it, the facts. This is the highest grossing puppet film. <laughs> <laughs> and the first in the film series to gross over 100 million worldwide. So just so you know, here's the top five puppet films. Okay. Number one, The Muppets, making the most highest grossing. Number two, Muppets Most Wanted. Number three, The Muppet Movie. Number four, Team America World Police. Oh, yeah. And number five, The Dark Crystal. I'm so glad you didn't say the other Muppet movie that came out a couple of years ago. The Happy Land Murders. Oh, no. Hated. Directed by Brian Henson. Yeah. He which, really, what a slap in the face to his father's yeah. legacy. Because he directed a lot of these great ones. And he's like, yeah, let's try something dirty. He directed Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. yeah so that's a great one. Uh, by the one. way, Frank Oz initially disapproved of the script and thought it was disrespectful to the Muppets. He didn't like the Fozzie fart shoes. He didn't like that at all. But then, later, Muppets from space. but then later, he amended his statements and said, I thought the film was really sweet and fun. A little too safe, a little retro. I prefer more cutting edge in the Muppets. But the main thing is everybody got back to appreciating the Muppets. It brought people back to the Muppets. Although they never really left. It's always been kind of a subculture. It's always been there on a popular culture a little bit. So I'm happy that people are happy, which seemed like a weird statement to say. Yeah. In the first 20 or 30 minutes, there were three or four laugh out loud moments for me. Oh, and I, I, the life's entire, a filet of fish. Yes, yes it, it is. Yes, it is. That's my favorite part. My favorite line from it. Um, there's the ones where they're driving through and they're like, how can we find Kermit's house? And then they see a stand that's like celebrity maps. And then they cut away. I have an idea. Oh, I have an idea. And then they're eating hot dogs. Oh, that was a good idea. Yeah. yeah. I laughed out loud and oh. I just, I kept saying, this movie is so dumb. And I, I like this. Well, oh my gosh, that it. is so one stupid. But jokes, I was loving it. One of my favorite jokes when they're doing the montage of getting everyone together. And then Rolf's mm-hmm. like, what about my acceptance? What did you think of the, I'm going to bet in the montage. And it's like, hey, you want to join our show? Yep. <laughs> the part where they just do the exact same it. thing in Sweden's is chasing them after they leave the dealership. I want to yeah. go to Hollywood. Sweden again. Every movie. Yeah. <laughs> and I, there are so many, they're literally laugh out loud moments in this, this movie. This is my second most rewatchable Muppets movie. I really do enjoy this yeah. one a lot. Uh, by the way, fun fact, Small Town, where Gary and Mary and Walter are from, mm-hmm. is the same set as Gilmore Girls. Oh, so well. this for is that. now number seven on my ranking. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a Gilmore Girls movie. Also, uh, Walt or Walter was named after Walt Disney, apparently. Wow. Not sure if that's proven. It was oh, on IMDb. You know, it's and, and spoiler, I guess, for the movie, they, they do this huge number. They do the big rainbow connection. It's awesome. Oh, it's beautiful. Animal finally gets to drum after Jack Black told him not to. That's the only yeah. plot point I don't like. By Jack the way. Black. Oh, and, no. Oh, the, the animal can't drum. Animals yeah. in anger management. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of dumb. No, it's funny he's in anger management, but he can't drum. And then it's like, okay, we need to raise another $270,000. What's our final act? Walter. Whistling. Why don't you go whistle? Mm-hmm. It's, it's really but anticlimactic. It's great whistling. It's great, but not the, the final these number. Is movies awesome. have very good endings. What? No, come they all, on. They all uh, no, 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 no. Just no. wait, Joel. No. Just wait. Just wait. Yeah. No. I love that. Don't you. Don't you. Mm. <laughs> all right. What's, what's your number two, Joel? My number two I'm is. Already, the, I'm, I can tell where Kent's going and I'm mad at him. My number two is the Great Muppet Caper. Number five. What? How dare you? Where is this for you, Zach? Number one. So the what? favorite Muppet movie. I love I have no one. problem with that because growing up, yeah. the two probably most watched cassettes in our household were the Great Muppet Caper and the Muppet movie. We'd switch them back and forth. Yeah. 
And the Great Muppet Caper, here's the synopsis. Kermit the Frog, the Great Gonzo, and Fozzie Bear are reporters who travel to Britain. Sorry, I just laughed because the whole Kermit and Fozzie being twins thing. I That's love, the best that running joke. That is such joke. a funny gag. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> their dad like a, <laughs> a green bear? <laughs> uh, to interview a rich victim of a jewel thief and help her along with her secretary, Miss Piggy. <laughs> just the, I've, I've literally cracking up thinking about it. It's like, oh, it's, you don't recognize him because he doesn't have the hat on. <laughs> yeah. And then he puts a hat on and Bears like, wear oh, hats. there it is. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Uh, starring uh, the Muppets and then Diana Rigg, which if you don't know... Game of Thrones. Yeah. No, she, no, 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 no. she is James Bond. I know. No, the, for the Avengers. Tracy Bond. She's also the Avengers. The old Avengers series. Mm-hmm. The British one. Yeah. But like one. for those people who like watched Game of Thrones and really loved Lady Tyrell. Yes. Lady Tyrell. Mark, yeah. That it's like this is Lady Holiday. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me. Uh, Charles Grodin. Also, you get ca- cameos by John Cleese, Peter Falk, Jim Henson, Frank Oz, and a bunch of British actors that you don't know. Yeah. Because this was filmed over in England. Uh, this is also a big financial success as well, uh, although not as big as the Muppet movie. I found it so tedious, though, the whole, and I know this is the whole plot of the movie, but Piggy being accused of stealing the diamonds, and she has like a 20-minute long music scene underwater. I love it. Uh, you oh, that do? seems I find it so amazing. From puppeteering, it's fantastic. And it's clever when they have it like going in reverse so she can come out of the water. All yeah. dry. It's so cool. Yeah, I got real bored in this one. It's a better that has Muppet the Charles stick singing. Yeah, I know. That was All the great. world ever wanted was you. A dream come true. Doesn't she make fun of that as well in yeah. the movie? Yeah, yeah. she's like, was dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> but I just love his performance is so bad, but it's on purpose bad. It's, oh, it's, oh, yeah. oh, oh, and also the fact oh. that he doesn't even have a British accent when he's the brother of Lady Holiday <laughs> from <laughs> England. Um, but that's the fun part about it is they can be goofy like that. And I, I do say this all the time. Any, anytime anyone says, we'll catch them red handed, inevitably I will go, what color are their hands now? <laughs> because of this movie. I watched this so many times as a kid. I absolutely love it. Full, this, full-size piggy on a motorcycle doing a jump through the... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so dumb. Uh, this is the only Muppets feature film to be directed by Jim Henson. He said afterwards he wouldn't do directing and uh, the puppeteering performance oh, makes yeah. too much. Yeah. Uh, but Roger Ebert, by the way, gave us a two out of four and concluded his review by saying, the lack of a cutting edge hurts this movie. It's too nice, too routine, too predictable, and too safe. Uh, uh, Thanks, Kent, Roger Kent Ebert. Dunn, uh, Showtime Showdown. I, uh, exactly. And I anyone who bashes on this movie is probably as, as stupid as him. Oh, <laughs> go I love Roger it. Ebert. Go for it, Kent. Next statement, Kent. Uh, all the music here is really bland. It's C-list. Uh, the music is not great in this one. Yeah. I we have a big, big opening number, and honestly, not Starring everybody and me. Yeah. I love that I song. already forgot about what you just sang. Super boring. It's a great song. Yeah. I already sang the there's, Charles Grodin There's fun hijinks, and I love like the line, the... Hey, wake up. Here come the bikinis. Oh, we better synchronize our pacemakers. Like, that gets me. Huh, funny how he uh, uh, you know, relates to Settler and Waldorf. <laughs> yeah, of course they do. Uh, I loved the opening credits where they're in a hot air balloon and like mentioning that they're there. Yeah. Like, yeah. In the hot air balloon. How long are these opening credits? <laughs> uh, you should see the closing ones. Uh, and the Happiness Hotel. Come on. How are you bashing on the Happiness Hotel? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Well, welcome home to the Happiness Hotel. No, I didn't really buy into it, no. What? I'm sorry. How dare you? I apologize. How dare you? <laughs> you apologize, but you don't need it. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man, I love this movie. It's it's one of, I was going to say, this is like almost a perfect movie for me. And, and then, Almost. Again, going back to my, is this a Muppety movie? This I love this because they step a little bit away from the whole. Well, they're telling a story we're here. We're saving yeah, a theater. Exactly. We're sa- let's, let's save the theater and go on a road trip. It's a, let's tell a different story. Let's play characters. We're meeting Piggy. 
Uh, you know, there's, yeah. I like that element the of plot, the drags. Exactly. I no. Agree. With the oh, fabulous baseball diamond. It's 20 minutes too long. Agreed. No, it every, is not. Everyone. At the beginning how, and ending. You mean like this episode? <laughs> <laughs> every episode of Bacon <laughs> Sale is 20 minutes too long. Meta commentary. Yeah. All right. And then my number one, it shouldn't be a surprise if you're paying attention. My number one and the definitive number one is the Muppet movie, 1979, the original movie that kicked it all off. Where'd you guys put it? Number two. Number two. Yep. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Because I, I can interchange one and two. Kent, you're actually wrong about Caper, but other than that, I can switch it one to two. What, what was five. your number two? My number two is Muppet Movie. No, excuse me, your number one then. Oh, Muppets uh, Christmas Muppet Carol. Christmas Carol. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're wrong. That's a good choice. I mean, uh, it's so a the, great choice. The Muppet Movie, Kermit and his newfound friends trek across America to find success in Hollywood, but a frog's legs merchant is after Kermit. And it stars the Muppets, of course. Then you got uh, Charles Durning, Austin Pendleton, and then you got cameos by Dom DeLuise, James Corburn, Madeline Kahn, Telly Savalas, Carol Kane, Paul Williams, Milton Berle. This is so 70s. Elliot Gould, Bob Hope, Richard Pryor, Steve Martin, Mel Brooks, Cloris Leachman, Orson Welles. This, these yeah. are big celebrities. People yeah, back that kids in the day. would never ever but know. But the celebrity comp, like they are great. But like they the are. jokes here, they've almost invented like these full circle jokes that just work so well. It's like it's a myth, a myth. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> I, that running my, gag, and they even say he's like, "Oh, great, a yeah. running gag." I lost my sense of direction. Have you tried Hare Krishna? Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. There's great lines. The in rich here. and famous contract. Hey, this, they said there would be drinks on the house. <laughs> this was made between the first and second. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, right? Uh, well, but my, my favorite parts would be like there's a sailor who was so fat how fat was he <laughs> he was so fat that there was nothing funny about him at all <laughs> that made me laugh every time but of course the reason i was going to say i think one of the best things about this movie is the opening shot coming in helicopter shot coming down in a swamp and you get the beautiful music of the rainbow, rainbow. connection without this it would probably be my number three Honestly, oh. the Rainbow Connection is a magnificent moment. Rainbow Connection and Moving Right Along. So good. Those yeah, are, Moving Right Along. But great. Rainbow Love Connection, it. Jim Henson was literally in a tube behind mm-hmm. the barrel in a swamp for, I think it was like three days or five days or something like that. They were, trying, yeah. they were shooting that opening scene. And he said, a puppeteer in a swamp. Really? They had the Muppets just there. Speaking of crazy puppeteering. <laughs> and Dom DeLuise shows up. Hollywood. Kermit riding a bicycle. Okay, this is 1979. Yeah, the, the effect is amazing, and you could do that very easily in a movie now. But they actually had a crane doing like mechanized puppetry. Yeah, and they had his like feet and hands glued to the handlebars and pedals, and you you could, obviously couldn't see the crane or the wiring or anything. But it's amazing. Can I confess something? Yeah, please. Full body shots of the Muppets make me very uncomfortable. Same. <laughs> Yeah, it's just because you the mean physics, like the because their physics you the can green tell they're, tech they're dancing, not, but they're not propelling themselves. Can yeah. I also tell something else? Think about talk show hosts. Don't you feel weird when you see the full body of a talk show host, like when they don't have a desk in front of them? It's like they're just sitting yeah, there. Yeah, but that's because Conan just needs to put clothes back on. <laughs> so you really like Seth Meyers. Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is that you always feel a little weird when, you, when you're when you used to seeing people in a certain way. Or okay. news people. Hot yeah. take. Yeah, this is number two. This is a great film. The end of the movie is terrible. How is it terrible? Hey, Orson Welles, how's it going? You get your movie. You worked for it. it and then they true. go and make a movie, and the last song is great, and it's magical. Life is a movie. Start your own But it's ending. it's really dumb. It's like they kind of made it up. They went, oh, we got nothing. Okay, get to the final song. And the final song is kind of cool because they had John Landis was there puppeteering uh, or being a Muppet performer. Tim mm-hmm. Burton joined as well. Just mm-hmm. all these people just came and helped out. But it really just lost steam. No, in the, in the end, there. Yeah, it's Orson Welles. Like he plays Orson Welles. He has one line. Yep, you can make your movie. But that's the whole point: is that like someone will give you your shot, and it's actually kind of based on Jim Henson's career, where it's like he was farming this out, trying to get someone, someone, and someone was to trying to shot. steal his legs and, and literally, cook them. like we said, Luke, <laughs> Lou Grade was the one who came to him. You know what? 
I like this. Bring the standard rich and famous contract. Yeah. It's exactly how it happened to Jim Henson. <laughs> exactly. It's so sweet and so good, though. I love that ending. It's so well done. Most of the Muppet endings are like, oh, shoot, we should finish this, huh? Yeah, do we have a no. song? <laughs> Although when you're a kid... They're meta the whole time and you guys are mad when they're giant, at the end. Sing Giant Animal. Was I kind love of amazing giant animal. giant animal. Oh, <laughs> although, he pops up and he's like, ah, dang, like yeah. that. I crack up. It was every pretty dumb time. how they're like, they have a frog hunter, and then they do nothing with frog hunter at all. He's there to be a menace. That's that, all he is for like a minute. <laughs> like it's like, <laughs> is that a subplot? I'm not sure. I I just I will laugh every time the Swedish Chef comes on. So that's my oh, movie. he's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> no, and I was gonna say the Muppet movie really is one of those that I, it warms my heart every time. So this is a five star movie for me. Mm-hmm. I thoroughly enjoy it anytime it comes on, and I I really hope that more people will watch it because I'm hoping you don't think everyone's seen it already. Well, and if they have, that's what I'm saying. I'm I hoping hadn't. that I'm well, hoping I had but didn't know it. I'm hoping that that people like if you haven't watched the Muppet shows that you'll give them a shot like and see the joy in them and even if you don't have kids but then also that you know with the Muppet show or Muppet, me, the Muppet movie Muppet show Muppet show that's coming out on Disney Plus I hope people give that a shot because yeah it's hit and miss but so is every TV show but it's all about the yeah. warmth and the joy and the pure happiness that the that the Muppets have and they bring to the table. It washes away those dark Sundance days, Ken. Yeah, <laughs> and it was very necessary. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So there we go. So uh, just to recap real quick, my top 10, the definitive 10, you guys can throw in your numbers, of course, but of course they don't matter because mine is the definitive one. I'll give, I'll give you a, some average of ours. Number 10, it's a very Muppet Christmas movie. Number nine, the Muppets Wizard of Oz. Number eight, Muppets from Space. Number seven, Muppet Treasure Island. Number six, Muppets Most Wanted. Number five, Muppets Take Manhattan. Number four, Muppet Christmas Carol. Number three, the Muppets. Number two, Muppet Caper, The Great Muppet Caper. And number one, the Muppet Movie. See, if I was looking at, if we look at our averages, okay, okay let's hear I'll give you this list. Our collective number 10 is The Muppets Wizard of Oz, then Very Merry Puppet, whatever. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Movie. You couldn't even remember it. You gave that number nine? <laughs> great. Uh, then Muppets from Space, Muppets Dick Manhattan actually went a little further down that list, mm-hmm. which is fine. Muppets Most Wanted, Muppet Treasure Island, and then our top four collectively, The Muppets, Muppet Christmas Carol, The Great Muppet Caper, and The Muppet Movie. All fine. Yep. All fine. I like send up seven out of the ten of these movies are in my like range. Okay. Like or love. Mm-hmm. And then I got the three ones below where I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I like five of them. I'm kind of, that's bummed. more than I thought you would like. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, Kent, when you started watching these and you were giving cynical, hurtful comments on messenger, well, I just realized I'm a smarter person than I was when I was a child. Oh, I, Joel, are you not a smarter person than you were when you were a child? Apparently not. Based on what <laughs> no. you just said. <laughs> You jerk. That's not a, I'm, I'm asking a question. Ken just said, I don't like him because I'm smarter. Well, it's just I found I love different things. And I remember the feelings I had. But now I'm like, that's pretty tedious. Like the plot goes nowhere. But these characters and once again, to bring it home, the characters, the Muppets are amazing. The songs are fun. It's heartwarming. Mm-hmm. And that's what these that's what this series does. For the most part. Absolutely. And uh, what I think is the greatest part about the Muppets is the short bursts of character, the madhap things that happen, like the the craziness. And that's why, actually, I am so excited to watch the show because these movies are fun and I do like them. You have to put Muppet goggles on to watch them. (laughs) Muppet arms and Muppet goggles. (laughs) (laughs) They're all a little too long. But that's why I'm so excited to watch the shows because the sketches, I've watched a few on YouTube. Like, come on, guys. Menomina. So funny. Classic stuff. I love the Muppets, and I'm very happy that we went on this journey. Well, one, and thank you guys for like yeah. indulging me on this one. And I was going to say my uh, final thoughts. Are we doing that? Is that yeah. what this is? Yeah. Is one of the things I, I want to point out is that we spent almost this entire time talking about these characters as if they were real characters. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about Jim Henson puppeting 
Kermit the Frog, most of the time, we just talked about Kermit did this and yeah. Fozzie did this and Piggy right. did this because they do such a good job of puppeteering. And I, I watched this in those interviews we watched. Even when they're live, you start to believe they're real characters because yeah. they've done such a good job of creating that mystery. And that is why I think they deserve both respect and admiration because they've created something no one else has. Would you want to see another feature film? It's been years at this point, seven years since the last it, one. That's the thing. So it's funny how like between Muppets from Space in 99 to Muppets, it, 2011, Muppets 2011, 2011, that's what, 12 years? Yeah. We're at six now with no Muppet movie. Well, mm-hmm. so seven technically. Yeah. And it's just funny to think of how long would we go before another one? And I don't know. Maybe the Muppet show on Disney Plus will bring another one out there. And if it is, I'll watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys seen Muppets now? No. So they did a new series last year. Is that year. one where they broke up? Kermit and Miss Piggy broke up? That was the Muppets. That was... Okay. Um, yeah, there was another one that just maybe. came out. So it just came out on Disney Plus. It's a streaming series. And the con- sort of concept with it is they're doing a web series, like a YouTube thing. And uh, Scooter uh, didn't have time to finish it. And they got to upload it now. And that's why everything kind of rough. But it's it's like you do a cooking show with Chef. You have uh, beauty tips with Piggy. Mm-hmm. You have photo bombing practice with Kermit. It's kind of weird. But mm. it is nice to have Muppets in a more sketch comedy. If they were to make another Muppet movie, would you guys prefer that it be an adapted story or an original Muppet story? I think story? it's time for an adapted it story again. Three Musketeers. With, with quality. Ooh. Three Musketeers Muppets I is my number that. one movie that I want from this franchise. Because I think we saw such a love letter in 2011 that I think it's time for an adaptation. Yeah, it's not it Wizard is. of Oz. And, and I thought Muppets Most Wanted. I, I don't... I think it gets hate unnecessarily. Yeah, it's, right. It, it's, if you rewatch it, it's decent. It's a good Muppet movie. It's yeah. totally fine. Yeah. There's lots of funny gags. And, and the fact that this is the movie that, quote, killed the franchise... I, I, I don't I, think I, I can't fair. accept that. It's, mm-hmm. it's, we got to have another one. And yeah, like I well, said, it I just, think it's time it, for another It didn't adaptation. even bomb. It just underperformed. Like, it made it money made back. It made plenty of money. Yeah. It was in the top five uh, highest grossing puppet <laughs> movies. <laughs> So anyway, let us know your thoughts on the Muppets. Let us know if you love them, if you hate them, uh, basically if you're Joel or you're Kent. And then <laughs> let us know your rankings of the 10 movies if you've seen them or give us your ranking of the movies just you've give seen. Us, listener, just give us the ranking of your eight movies. Don't worry about yeah, those don't worry about movies. <laughs> no, you Please. need to watch them. We already put them in our bottom two. You need just to give see us some bizarre eight. moments in Muppet history. There are only eight. Yeah. Well, there's only eight theatrically released films. <laughs> All right, but before we go, we like to thank our patrons. So from the I'm the Listener category, we have Lady Terry Ann Finley of Wigtownshire, Sweet Bottom Cakes Jessica Drought, Sean Sanquist, Just Plain Old Kyler, Jennifer Kilkowski, Braden Witcherton, Babs, Alicia Bass, Adrian Gray, Glow Clen Daniel, Plot Twist Media, and Adam and Rachel Crump. Thanks. And from our Baker Council, we have Hailstorm, Chris Anderson, Ryan Farron, Stephen Ross, Mats, uh, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsons, the shadow and reverse listener thank you patrons thank you so much we really Really appreciate it we love you you make so much of this possible thank you we're going to do Muppet Arms for you Muppet Arms (laughs) but if you want to find me you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter you can find me performing at QuickWits they're performing for free on Facebook for more details go to qwcomment.com or go to QuickWits Facebook page if you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram it's at Kenny3DD if you want to read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com if you'd like to connect with me you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard but more importantly make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media that's liking the Facebook page and following Twitter and Instagram at Bacon Sale stop by tpublic.com and slash Bacon Sale and get yourself a t-shirt and also you can head over to patreon.com slash Bacon Sale if you'd like to support the show it starts at just $3 a month and you can get special Bacon Bits which we do most of the time now yeah there pretty, we go. Right. pretty much all the time an extra bacon. 30 minutes of Bacon Sale Joel <laughs> Let's just chewing the fat. That's right. So until next time, thank you for listening to the show from the lovers, the dreamers, and me. Uh-huh. 
We're talking about the Muppets! Yay! The Great. propaganda has already begun. Yes. Hey, kids, enjoy dark versions of Batman! Yay! <laughs> and then he kind of got out his adult humor at night. He's played by Kevin Nash, who is Elmo. Oh, that's Kevin Clash. Kevin Clash. Kevin that's Nash is in the WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's <it's> right. <laughs> Do you have Scooter dancing in a cage seductively? It's weird. weirdly adult in places. It's, it's the Wizard of Oz with a shanti. No, Precisely. no, 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 not yeah. in the Muppet movie. How dare you? Yeah. Go to your local library. It's free. But then I'd have to go to the library. Spoken like a Joel. It's free. <laughs> There's words there. And as we found out a couple episodes ago, I don't like <laughs> words. I actually fell asleep in this movie as a child. I, I, well, it was I, your I, nap time. You know kids were buying tickets to Muppets from Space and sneaking into Eyes Wide <laughs> oh, Shut. Stop. You know what that does? What? I, I know you don't know sports. That wins games. And this is Wishbone for Muppets. I almost said Stephen Hawking. It sounded a completely different movie. Right. Oh, wow. Spam Slam! Spam Slam! You can even find an extended cut on Blu-ray, which sounds gross. Let's make this a tier three movie and introduce the Muppet Babies. When your room looks kind of weird and you wish that you weren't there. You were dumb as a kid. (laughs) Zach. Not you specifically. Kids. I'm not so great as an adult either. (laughs) This is like Jason Takes Manhattan. Mother always told me, never eat singing food. There were only two nominees that year, and the other one was from Rio. Calm down. Full body shots of the Muppets make me very uncomfortable. My favorite kind of CG is oddly seductive.